And hello again, everybody. Welcome to Vecchi's Podcast. It's not Vecchi's Podcast, but it's 15 Minutes with Vecchi. That really means, Eric Vetch, the head coach of the Hopkins Royals, that you are going to be five minutes better than a famous 10 Minutes with type of podcast, doesn't it? That's pretty good. I like that. That sounds great. (laughs) Isn't that why it's 15 Minutes with Vecchi? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, 15 minutes with me, hopefully somebody learns something. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, that's the whole point here, and I'm sure they will. So, obviously, yeah. you, my friend, are in your second year as the head coach of the Hopkins Royals. I need to mention that this uh, is part of the Overtime Hockey Podcast Network. We've got some great programming that we're going to be running out all year long on this, and uh, this is the... Um, uh, 15 minutes with Vecchi version of this, and uh, today's show is presented by Sniper's Edge. Are you familiar with Sniper's Edge at all, Eric? Uh, not that I know of. No, I, I I've heard of it, but I don't. I'm not familiar with it. How about Sweet Hands? Sweet Hands? Yeah, no, you know, not, yeah, uh, no, you know the no. training device, the Sweet Hands training device. Oh yes. Okay, now I know what you're talking. Lance yeah, Pitlick, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. Well, he had started that, and um, you know, kind of built the company along. And uh, there's a new ownership group with Sniper's Edge. Check them out at snipersedge.com. They're a huge uh, presence with us and we're very excited to have them on board. And uh, they've got great training devices. They've got the shooter tutors that you see. Uh, Sometimes those um, big vinyl tarps that people put up to shoot so they don't destroy the garage. Those are are parents' uh, uh, buddies, we'll tell you that much. So uh, check them out, snipersedge.com presenting this program. So Eric, obviously we're very close and by the time this is posted, tryouts will be full force and uh, you've got one year under your belt at Hopkins High School. Um, You're coming into year two. What's different right now at this stage? Obviously there's the COVID easy answer, but from a a players and just knowing your, uh, uh, your routine with this group, what's different coming into this season? I think the, the biggest thing that I that has changed from from last year this year is the mindset of my kids. Um, after we lost to Creighton, you know we played them tight for about a period and a half, and then the wheels kind of came shooting off that bus. And uh, the kids realized what it was going to take to play six A hockey or six double A hockey. I mean, and um, they kind of understood after the season. I got a few of them involved with the HP. I think the and playing at that pace for three periods and what it's going to take for them. And, and I think it really um, opened the eyes of the kids. I mean, we got a good group of kids this year. I mean, we had a great group last year, but these guys really like each other. They care for one another and they play for one another. And I think what you're going to see this year from us is, is us, you know, learning and growing and learning how to win games and be competitive in every game we play. So. What is the one part of the uh, overall culture that you wanted to bring in when you first came in last year, and then now when you've been in it going into this year that you said, boy, this was way better here than I thought it would be with the group, and you probably talked about the closeness of the group. And I can say with Hopkins Hockey uh, at the high school level for sure, that's always been a really cool component. But what 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 is there uh, what is there something that you thought you know I need to bring more of this and you were you were surprised you didn't need to do? Um, I guess for me it was it was going to be I thought we'd have to work you know try to instill more of a work ethic and it's there it's just trying to get it out of them right like um, I thought I'd have to like really you know show these guys you know hey we got to work harder we got to work harder what I found is that. Um, they're very competitive and when we compete in practice these guys are 
unbelievable, like as far as the tempo and the pace of everything that happens, you know, in our day-to-day routine. So I was actually shocked by that. You know, I thought that's something we'd have to like try to build upon. Um, and, and it's something that was already there. It's just bringing it out of them, you know? I've always felt, having been close to the program, that there's always been the believability, the belief uh, that you should win and you do win. Did, did you feel a little bit of that sometimes? I mean, you guys had a seven-win season, which is more than they've had in a couple. I mean, it's been a rough run for about four or five years now, six years maybe. Um, did you, do you find that it's, it's kind of the winning mentality is something you've got to kind of like really feed to this group or, you know, you came from Edina really where you spent the majority of your coaching career and that's just automatic. So when you look at that and you just, you don't even have to think about it. It's just there. How in the world do you get that thinking and that process into that room that already has, they like each other, they've got the work ethic. So how do you bring that piece to it? Well, part of that, part of that is, is belief and discipline. Um, Last year, we talked a lot about belief and discipline. <clears throat> I, you know, the, the kids in the locker room had a goal of, of finishing 500. We were pretty close to that. And, th- and we left a few games out there where we should have won, you know. Um, we left a few games out there where we showed up thinking we were going to win and, and, and they, you know, they didn't play and perform as, as well as they wanted to. Um, but this year coming into it, like for us, is, you know, belief, discipline, we want to add we want to add compete you know so i you know i want the kids to believe in themselves i want them to be disciplined in what they do you know the, the only thing they can control is their effort and their attitude that's the only thing we can have every day that's going to be perfect um perfection something that you strive to do and i talk to them about this all the time we can strive to be perfect but the only thing i know that we can control that is perfect is our effort and our attitudes and if we can keep those in the right spot keep our minds in the right spot we can be successful but it's going to take everybody playing for one another, you know? And, and again, these are the things that I talk to these guys about, and this is what I continue to talk about because it's something that they hadn't had in the past maybe so much, and we're trying to instill that in them. I mean, if you want to win, you have to have a winning mindset, and you got to show up every day understanding that no matter what you're up against, if you outwork the guy across from you, you'll have a chance to win the game. And that's kind of something that we're trying to instill in the program. I know our Kiwis this year are off to a, just a lights out start. And I think having that happen this year is going to just continue to feed through the program, you know? Um, and, and those youth coaches are doing a great job right now um, getting these guys, you know, prepared for high school in the future. So, In terms of your goaltending, Jimmy Davis was a freshman last year and, uh, I've seen a lot of players come in as skaters and goaltenders as freshmen. And they have absolutely terrific years. He was 7-10 uh, and 10 last year for you. Uh, I've watched him play a number of times and was very impressed. You guys lost a goaltender who transferred for his senior year, won a, a state title over at Eden Prairie. But given the, given the teams that you were on, right, the, or given the team that you had and the players you had, I don't know if your record would have been much different with the senior versus the freshman. Here's the thing, though. Nobody's looking when you're a freshman, right? No, no matter what yeah. you do, there's nothing expected. And, and, and it's just, you can just be loose and, wow, look at you. Now there's a level of expectation. And, yeah. you know, along with that comes uh, needing to exceed it. Yeah. 
Have you yeah. guys as a staff addressed that? You know, I mean, it starts from the net out, but if you guys, you know, you got to keep him growing. Um, yeah. How are you addressing that? Well, I mean, I, I, I should have Tori on this call too because he helps out. My goalie coach, we've talked about this quite a bit, is, is we need him to understand that even though, you know, right now the net is his, we have some goalies coming up in the program and that eventually the competition is going to be there so he needs to play the way he wants to play he also has to play for his teammates and he has to also make sure that he's doing his job to make sure he's pushing himself every day to get better and to be honest with you like i said you know my goalie coach story dahlbeck um will be mostly in charge of that and we're just going to feed into what tory tells us he wants out of jimmy because he's the he's the professional goalie coach and he's the one that can tell me you know, where we're at, what we're doing and how we're doing. And then we can make adjustments and, and things like that to, to Jimmy's game from there. I mean, but yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy really needs to, needs to step it up a little bit this year. I don't want to put pressure on him, but um, at the same time, you know, I'd like to see his numbers improve. You know I mean? That's all I'm looking for is some improvement in his numbers. If he improves his numbers, our, our record improves. Right. And so, you know, you, you, you get, you get the save percentage up another 10 to 15% from where it was last year. I consider that a you know a victory on our part, right? So, I mean, he's going to have ups and downs. He's going to have some tough games, and and he's going to have to keep us in it. But he's that type of player who can. So that's what I like about him, and that's what I see in him. So offensively, you have seven of your uh, top ten point getters from last year coming back. Obviously, the t- top two are out, but you've got really nice depth and balance up front with this offensive approach to your team. Can you talk a little bit about what you see with this team offensively? Well, I I expect us to be if two, if not three lines deep as far as, like, this will be the deepest team I think we've had in Hopkins in a long time. Now, there have been some great players that have come through over the last, you know, four, five, six years. But I just think depth-wise, um, we have – we'll have maybe two to three similar lines. Um, they're all going to be able to do different things. And that's what I like about it. Um, I should be able to match up a little bit better with, with our opponents that way. Um, having having two in that, basically two two lines in a in a forward come back from last year's roster is uh, is pretty nice thing to have. And then you got some incoming sophomores that may add to that mix, plus some seniors that played some JV last year that may you know hit into that hit into that mix as well. Um, I guess I'll find out Monday through through the week what we, we're going to end up with and how it's going to look but uh i mean looking at it on paper it's it's you know it's going to be i feel like it's going to be a good year but i'm always more optimistic than than most of the guys i i work for, work with as far as uh you know coaches and stuff like that i always like to look at things that you know maybe we're better maybe we're not as good as i think we are but I, that's where i'm putting us you know i like to put the kids on the pedestal and see if they can't get there you know Absolutely, and you've got some gems coming back on the blue line, led by Finn Greeley, uh, Lucas Wright, among others. Can you talk about your back line a little bit? Well, the back line's going to be solid, I think, this year. Um, you know, Finn's got a lot to – Finn is actually going to prove a lot of people wrong, and that's, that was one of the models our, uh, our senior captains last year. Their motto was, was prove them wrong. Um, it, it's in our locker room now. They left us a plaque. But uh, Finn Greeley is a young man who – I feel is heavily overlooked. He skates tremendously. He's um, he's solid defensively. He can do things offensively. A lot of D-man can't. And uh, he just needs to, 
I think and he also not just needs to, but I think he is actually understanding the game at a higher level this year coming into this season than he did last year. And I think people are going to be shocked when they see Finn Greeley play this year. Um, Lucas is, is a big, strong kid. He skates. He's physical. Um, you know, he, he plays D almost like he plays lacrosse D, and he's tenacious. And he he uh, he's actually crazily good with the puck when he's skating up the wall and things like that. Um, he's got speed. Um, he's got strength. And, and it's, he's going to be a good leader back there for us. Um, Jacob White's a sophomore defenseman who's going to be returning as well. Um, and Jacob's just trying to learn his game, I think. He's got a lot of skill and ability, skating ability. He's a small guy, but don't let that fool you because he packs a heavy punch. That kid is one of the strongest human beings I think I've seen for his size, and it's crazy. Um, so I'm looking forward to see what we got coming in at tryouts, see who's who's ready to play and who's ready to go. Um, and it's going to be an interesting season for us. Um, I feel like it could go one of two ways, but I think with the kids' mindsets the way it is, I think it's going to go the way we, we think it should. So. And then, you know, you mentioned the, the Peewees after their great start, and you've got a really nice coaching staff down at the Banamé level. Um, that is a, a good group of guys, too. Do, do you feel as though you can look back and say, you know what, we've got, we've got depth and talent coming up one group after the other, right? How, yeah. do you, how do you close the borders and keep them there? Um, just by building relationships with these kids, like the more I'm at the rink and the more I see them and the more I get to know them and stuff like that, I feel like, like that's a beneficial thing. It, you know, it, 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 it's all about having success too, though. I think that success that they're having right now is, is getting some Hopkins pride back. You know, the motto I put in when I first came in is we are Hopkins and no one cares about Hopkins other than Hopkins. And our, our parents seem to be together and on the same page my boosters are our youth association for the for the most part i believe is is on this page um we're offering our youth associations off doing something no one else offers they they there's three nights a week kids can show up and just skate and the and our youth association the booster the youth hockey association has money to be able to do that so our kids can show up and get um skating lessons uh on wednesday nights they, they got guys like dave shoot and other guys from, um, like, uh, what, who else I'm thinking of, uh, Sertich, Marty Sertich and Jimmy Kilpatrick and, and guys. Oh, Jimmy's working guys with you guys? Are, yeah, yeah. He'll oh, Hillen brought them in, didn't he? Was that a Hillen yeah. move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got guys at the score level like Jack Hillen, you know what I mean, who played in the NHL. And, and, and so we got, we've got some really good people down there that are doing some great things. Dan Tompkins and, and, and Reed Paul trying to set this thing up where they're bringing in skating coaches. They're bringing in our kids are working on edge work and stuff. When they, and, it's, and they can show up and just do it. When they don't have a game, they don't have a practice, they're up at the path and they're doing this stuff. And it's a really cool thing because, you know, we have the money to do it, so why not do it? And I, and like I told the guys when we met in the spring, we need to be better skaters. The whole top to bottom, our program, as little as it is, we have to be better skaters. And so they've gone ahead and did that. And I think that's one of the most, that's going to benefit our program more than anything. And, and I, like I said, you know, good guys are doing some good things so uh that's really really good stuff so um in in terms of uh the overall play of, of your team what are you seeing happening there and as far as just the overall play of what kind of style we're going to play or, yeah or just the overall play of our team 
<laughs> just how, how, what style are you guys going to do? Well, you know, it's going to be hard to know. I mean, that's one thing I talk to my coaches about all the time. I mean, we got to, we can't just be, we can't just say, here's my system and this is how we're going to run. Um, you know, I, I'd like to think, i like to think we'll be able to skate better with teams this year than we have in the past. Um, I, I'd like to think that, you know, if we need to get physical, we can. And if we need to be a little finesse-wise, we can. Um, I want our kids going 100 miles an hour as much as possible under control and within our structure. So as far as the pace of play we have, I want to play solid team defense, and I want us to transition well through the neutral zone, and I want us to be able to get up and go. Um, and I also want us driving nets, and I want net front presence in front of our net, and I want to make sure that we control the puck better than we did last year. That's another big key for us this year is puck control. I think we can skate. I think we just needed to get a lot better with puck control and managing pucks you know, and, and cutting down our, our BLTs, which are blue line turnovers. Um, you know, and if we can do that, I think, I think we'll be successful. So, well, that's that's good stuff. So, uh, we will be streaming all of your games live and online. We're looking forward to seeing how the uh, Royals will respond this year and year number two as uh, you continue to work and uh, develop relationships and build uh, an attitude that. Uh, you can see from the outside looking in, which is terrific stuff. So no bigger fan of yours than uh, yours truly. So I'm looking forward to the season coming up. And I know you're headed out to uh, Chi-Town as you're in the car as we record this one. So uh, safe travels to you uh, guys down 94 and uh, uh, dodge those deer. Yeah, we will. We will. We There's plenty. Now. Plenty. Yeah. Uh, but you got to have it on a swivel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like in front of the net, big guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's going to do it for today's edition of Vecchi's Podcast from the Overtime Network, presented by Sniper's Edge. You can check them out at snipersedge.com. So long, everybody. <laughs>